back to Aesthetically Displeasing, where we talk about all things stupid, spooky, and displeasing. I said it right. <laughs> you, you said stupid. You Whatever. Said- I'm Melanie. <laughs> and I'm Nicole. And this week is my turn to get a spooky story. Just to give you guys some background, we're sitting in my office, and it is 1030 at night, way past our bedtimes. And I am now not going to sleep because of the story. I know. We just, I don't know how much Nicole's going to leave it in, but we were pretty like slap happy during her episode <laughs> that we did right before this. And I'm definitely going to leave some of it in. Because absolutely. I, I love when I'm listening to podcasts and like you can like be part of like yes. what's happening. Yeah. And that's so um, one of the sources that I used because this is um, a Native American tale. And so I listened to a podcast called Nightmares of the America Indigenous Tales Podcast. And it's um, two brothers who are Native. Just a closer to rip out coloring page. It's um, two brothers that have a podcast and they're Native American. So they talk about um, like indigenous folklore. That's really cool. Yeah, so it's super fun. So, like, they're brothers. Like, you could tell, like, they're, like, back and forth. And then it was cool because their um, wives are friends. So, like, at the beginning of the episode, they were saying that their wives were going to um, McDonald's when the adult Happy Meals came out. And they were, like, tracking their wives' locations and nice. watch them go to, like, three different McDonald's. <laughs> um, I, at McDonald's, I always get the two cheeseburger meal. Yeah. Okay. I number ne- seven. I have never gotten a regular hamburger besides a big mac yeah at mcdonald's never knew what came on it didn't know like lettuce existed on it whatever i just always thought it was just onion pickle ketchup and just mayo. at mcdonald's yeah yeah i never knew like that's why i always go to burger king because i actually yeah. want stuff on my burger i did that one day because i don't because like they're so thin like, there's nothing mm-hmm. to it, so I feel hungry after a while, so I, because I work in a small country town, so there's a McDonald's and a Dairy Queen and is Hardee's. There, is there a Dollar General? Heck yeah, there's a Dollar General and a Dollar Tree. You have to have one of those in a small town. The Dollar Tree is actually really good, but, so I was like, okay, I'll just get a quarter pounder or, like, whatever their smallest cheeseburger is at McDonald's. It sucks. It's McDonald's, and you're getting what you pay for. Mm-hmm. So, Anyways, okay, so what I'm going to be talking about, technically you're not supposed to say their name. We are talking about skinwalkers, and many people believe that saying the names invites them in, so you can call them SWs. Hey, I have an I have a Aztec death whistle in my house now. So. That's true. You're really cursed. Well, I'm about to live with Logan, and he is. Is he cursed too? Yeah, he's got something following him around. He's always like been able to sense like a presence in the corner of his room you know um, we have a ghost dog at our house right a ghost dog yeah there's been multiple times where cody sees deacon and then like like he'll see him on the couch and he's pet this dog before yeah so he'll see deacon and he'll be like come on it's time to go inside and so he calls him a couple times and then i'm like cody um deacon's up here with me He's like, God damn it, I saw the ghost dog again. That's just a regular occurrence to see the ghost dog. Does he see it inside or outside? Inside. Weird. Mm-hmm. His mom saw it, too. They're oh. they're all just yes, like. Yes, they are. They're all cursed. Well, you're about to be cursed, too. 
For the Navajo people, who call themselves the Diné, which means the people, witchcraft is a part of their spirituality and a regular way of life. The Diné believe that places possess both good and evil powers, and humans can harness either of those powers. Moral medicine men harness these powers to take care of and heal members of their community, but others practice a more sinister form of witchcraft and harness the evil powers in order to bring misfortune or harm on others. The members of the Diné who harness evil powers are known as witches and practice the witchery way. The witches are either medicine men who later chose to use their powers for evil, or they were an average person who sought to be initiated into the band of witches. And when they become witches, they get the ability to be a skinwalker in SW. Thank you. The evil witches meet in caves or secluded spots in the forest. During their meetings, they perform ceremonies that are similar to typical tribal ceremonies, but have dark intentions. They dance, have feasts, perform rituals, and do sand painting. Except these are done in order to initiate new members plot their activities, harm people from a distance with black magic, or perform dark ceremonial rites. The witches are also said to engage in necrophilia with female corpses, what the? commit cannibalism, incest, and grave robberies. They well, have I feel like grave robberies is kind of given when you're doing female necrophilia. There's another reason why they have to do these grave robberies. I don't like it. The skinwalkers. They got the skin toots? <laughs> no, worse. Oh, God. It's the SW. The SWs use a powder called corpse dust, also known as corpse poison, to poison victims. The corpse dust is composed of ground infant bones. <gasps> Often twin infants, specifically the bones from the fingertips and the back of the skull. The SWs blow it into the faces of their victims or down the chimney of the victim's home. Oh my god. Soon after the victim breathes the dust, their tongue starts to swell and blacken. Well, yeah, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> they undergo convulsions and die soon after. So that's why they have to do the grave robbings. Um, but then during the gatherings, the skinwalkers shapeshift into their animal forms or they go about naked wearing beaded jewelry and ceremonial paint. Honestly, I don't blame them for wanting to be naked. Neither. The leader of the skinwalkers is usually an old man who is a very powerful and very ancient skinwalker. Stop saying the word. In order to become a you-know-what, <laughs> one must request to join the society by committing the most evil act. Do you know what the most evil act is? No, because you already said that they regularly perform necrophilia on females. Uh, the most evil act is the killing of an innocent person. The person has to be someone close to them, um, but has to be innocent. So it can't be someone that they're in, like, a feud with. It's often a parent, child, or sibling. 
After the killing has occurred, the person then gains the power to shapeshift into an animal. Most often, they're seen in the form of coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears, but they can take the shape of any animal. They wear the skins of the animal that they want to transform into, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a question. Yes. How does one go about joining said tribe? Like you act like there's, is this like back in the day or is this like current? Like how would you, like you said, to join the the tribe you'd have to kill an innocent child and stuff. No, to like, join the witch coven. Right. Yeah. Can anyone join the witch coven? Is what I'm asking. No, I'm assuming you have to be like a Native American. A so, witch? No. You have to be. So skinwalkers are just a part of a tribe. And during right. the day, they look like a regular person. Right. But at night, mm-hmm. they're in the society of the evil witches. Got it. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Okay, let's see. Sometimes they also wear animal skulls or antlers atop their heads, which give them more power. They choose which animal they want to turn into depending on the abilities that they need for a particular task, such as speed, strength, endurance, or claws and teeth, etc. Oh. They may transform again if they're trying to escape from someone. So if they're a wolf, then they can escape into, like, a chipmunk. What if what if they're killed by an actual animal while they're in? Well, we'll get into that. Oh, okay, okay. Because Sorry, of, of this, the Diné consider it taboo for its members to wear um, the pelt of any predatory animal. Because skinwalkers usually turn into a predatory animal. Okay. The skinwalker kills out of greed... Anger, envy, spite, or revenge. I get it. The um, the skinwalkers also live on the um, lives of their victims, so they have to continuously kill or else they will die themselves. Hmm. One way to tell if an animal is actually a skinwalker is to look at its eyes. The eyes of a skinwalker look human. So when it's an animal and you look at the eyes, it looks human. But when a skinwalker is in its human form, its eyes look like an animal's. Creepy. I'm going to just stare at animals' eyes now. You should. There are a few ways to tell if a skinwalker is near. They make sounds around homes such as knocking on windows, banging on walls, and scraping on the roof. Oh, God. Ugh. On some occasions, they have been seen peering through windows. More often, they appear in front of vehicles in hopes of causing a serious accident. <gasps> so now I'm going to get into a list of their abilities. So we know that there's shape-shifting. They also have telepathy. Skinwalkers are telepathically linked with each other, which can help them during um, hunts and fights. So, so you're saying they're like the they're like the wolf pack, the from wolf Twilight. pack, Twilight. yes, exactly. Um, but skinwalkers can read human minds and control them. 
So it's like so many vampires from Twilight. Yes. Having a baby with. Yeah. All Stephanie Meyer did was just rip off of (laughs) Native American folklore. (laughs) And she also didn't give any money to the Quileute tribe. What? Um, She didn't? No, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, Stephanie Meyer's B word. Yeah. Uh, Voice mimicry. They can copy animal or human voices to lure victims to them. They generally copy the sound of a human that is in need of help. You'll see this like in a lot of videos. Am I watching people videos? Be, like it'll be broad. I am going to make like a compilation link of videos because they're really creepy. But like in broad daylight, someone will be walking on a path and they'll hear like help, help, help me. But it's like a secluded area. Okay, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I noticed last time when you were talking, I kept saying, I don't like that. And it's not that I don't like your story. It's that I'm very uncomfortable and I felt bad for saying I don't like it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You did a good job. I know what you're talking about. Um, Another one is mind possession. Many of the Dene believe that if a human looks into a skinwalker's eyes, the skinwalker can then control their mind. You just told me to look into <laughs> That's true, the eyes of an animal. Um, well, it's like common practice that like if you hear, like if you think that you hear a skinwalker, you think that you see a skinwalker, like you just don't, like you don't look at it, you don't pay it any sort of attention, do not um, like let it know that you know that it's there. Um, magic, since they um, like do believe in magic and that they can harness it, they can use like charms mm-hmm. to control their victims. Um, they <laughs> they also have superhuman strength and speed, just like Edward. <laughs> I feel like you're you know like the compilations of like bad movie titles. Yeah, <laughs> like between one for Twilight, <laughs> they have superhuman speed, superhuman strength, superhuman. I put, okay, so they have superhuman agility. I must have had Twilight in my head. I said, they can run incredibly fast, just like Twilight. <laughs> um, They have, this is so just reading like Twilight. <laughs> so their body is supposed to be stronger than a regular human's. So like trauma or like injuries that occurred to their body would mm-hmm. kill a normal human but wouldn't kill them okay so it's like <laughs> okay okay i have to tell you this is from a website i copied it verbatim let me see what's from this one is from oh it's from atlas obscura nicole <laughs> yes superhuman senses you ready mm-hmm their sense of smell is so adjusted to help them identify their one enemy. Do you know what their one enemy is? Is it wolves? No. What is it? Vampires. This is from Atlas Obscura. This is not a, like Danae website, but it says, <laughs> It is not clear whether it is heightened in other circumstances, but they certainly know vampires at a distance. 
finding their smell sickly sweet and repellent. Like, that's from Twilight. Mm-hmm. So. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I So that's the thing is I don't know if, like, someone, like, was writing this and, like, they weren't getting it from credible sources. Or did Stephanie Meyer just completely... Does she, like, knock off of Maybe she really tribes? likes SWs, and she, like, learned a lot about it or, like, learned about the tribes when she was writing and then, like, unconsciously wrote it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, They live longer than a normal human. They can heal and regenerate they, quickly. Can they live forever or just <coughs> as long as they have victims? I didn't read anywhere that they can live forever. Okay. They can just live longer, longer. than normal humans. Um, they have a couple of weaknesses. One of them is that they are susceptible to the powers of good magic. Okay. So I don't know if like a team of good medicine men can team up against them or what. Mm-hmm. She came down in a bubble, bro. <laughs> Do you know that vine? No. You don't know the vine where he's trying to convince the other guy that Nope, I'm so sorry. That um, Glinda the Good Witch is a princess? No. It's like, he came down in a bubble, Doug. You're going to tell me that I'm wrong? You're really going to look at me and tell me that I'm wrong? Yes. I didn't know the first part of that. Um, so they are susceptible to the powers of good magic. And then um, they are vulnerable mm-hmm. to silver. So I'll just have to 15, So a fifteen-inch silver knife <laughs> could kill them. Serrated knife. Yes, yeah, serrated That's knife. That's pristine. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready for some encounters? Not really, but okay. <laughs> In the 1980s, a family was driving through the Diné Reservation. As they slowed to make a sharp curve, something jumped from the ditch. It was described as black, hairy and wore a shirt and pants. A few days after this event, at their home in Arizona, the family was awakened to the sounds of loud drumming and chanting. Outside their home were three dark forms of men. No. And when the men saw that they had seen them, they jumped over the fence. I'm also picturing this as like a high wooden fence, too. Because they just said, like, he jumped them over the, like, they jumped over the fence and then they didn't see them again. So they, like, jumped into, like, a forest or they jumped over, like, a really high fence. Yeah. Okay. This is another one. This is a person who wrote in um, to a website. Maybe they It's not read it this time. Maybe they transformed into a bat as they jumped over and they just flew away. Maybe. My grandmother on my mother's side has always been very superstitious, for lack of better word. She's not religious, but she does believe in a lot of paranormal stuff. Her mother was a full-blooded Diné woman. One year, when I was in grade school, I went to visit her. Most of the visit was pretty uneventful, typically boring old people stuff, except she always kept her curtains drawn shut and would always peek out the window And when someone asked what she was doing, she would simply reply, Yal Naldushi is watching me, which is the Diné word for skinwalker. Do you know what that stands for? Mm -mm. He goes on all fours. 
he goes on all fours. This went on for nearly the entire visit until a few days before we were due to leave. My grandma and my then baby brother were in the front yard that evening planting flowers when all of a sudden my grandmother starts shouting, get away from that creature. It's not safe. Of course, being in Nevada, we all assumed that my brother had found a scorpion or a rattlesnake, so we ran outside to see my grandmother clutching my little brother and shaking in terror against the side of the house. Standing out in the yard was a large, black, Great Dane-sized dog. It was staring at my grandmother with an intensity I'd never seen before. It looked at us, gave a huff, and bounded off. I don't think it moved unusually fast, but I do remember it had deep yellow eyes. When my mother asked my grandmother what happened, she kept on repeating, the Yanaldushi found me. She moved a couple weeks after that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Hopefully I didn't find her again. Oh, this is another person that wrote into the website. My uncle is Mexican and Native American. This happened in the Mojave Desert in Southern California. He was driving around with his girlfriend late at night, and they saw something that looked like a huge black dog on the side of the road. He slowed down, and the dog began crossing the road. Instead of walking like a normal dog would, this thing moved like a toy rocking horse. What? It moved like a rocking horse. He said it stopped in the middle of the road and stared right at them, and its eyes had a red glow. Moving like a rocking horse. I don't think I'd be able to take an animal moving like a toy rocking horse seriously. I don't know what I do. I would think that like I was having a stroke. It's just all part of the simulation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I know. He was just a glitch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another one that someone wrote. So this happened about 12 years ago. My family owns a farm in the heart of a Native American reservation. One winter, I was home for Christmas taking care of the farm while my parents were away Christmas shopping. I was home by myself way late in the night, and I heard all of our cows freaking out. I knew it had to be the wild dogs that are rampant in that area. So I threw on some boots, grabbed a shotgun, loaded it up, and headed out to the field. This was a perfect scenario for a horror movie. It was cloudy, but there was a full full moon, and it was breaking through the clouds just enough to light up the snow. I ran out into the middle of the field, and just in time, I see two dogs. They were standing up facing each other, fighting. I think, perfect, two for one. So I pump a shell into the chamber, and then it happened. The two dogs heard the rack. They both stopped, looked over at me, and ran away. On their back legs. Immediately I froze and every ghost story about skinwalkers and all the other native legends I grew up with flew through my mind. Keep in mind, I am a white guy. And up until then, (laughs) these were all just boogeyman stories the native kids like to tell to scare us. But that night, they became real to me. Can I ask, are are these creatures only on Native American land? I don't think so. Because all the stories you just said. I know. Okay, this is the last one. This is really weird. So this one, she titled it, It Was Like It Knew We Knew What It Really Was. 
I decided to join my bestie Karen for a three-day stay at her grandmother's place on the res. Her grandma lives near a place called Tuba City, Arizona, in the middle of nowhere but surrounded by rural homes. We go to college together and I was kind of interested to know about the Navajo tradition. The first day we stayed in, it was pretty chill, nothing out of the ordinary, but then her grandma, not that old, around 67, said a stray dog came out of nowhere and wouldn't leave. To me, it did act kind of strange, or it did look kind of strange, and it was ugly. <laughs> Had a black, shaggy coat, and it looked like a mix between a German Shepherd and a Lab. I don't know. I don't know why that's. I don't. I don't feel bad for that dog. Well, I don't think that. I don't that think it's a dog. Really appreciated but... it. That night, we were watching a movie in the living room. It had big windows that looked out onto the front where the cars were parked, with the curtains wide open. Who watches a scary movie? Or no, it doesn't say it's a scary movie. But like it's night and your curtains are open. Never. I hate that I don't have curtains on me my too, front window. Me too, Nicole. Me too. Grandma was in the kitchen cooking dinner and we were watching a movie. Next to the window is a medium-sized bookshelf where the DVDs were kept. Karen went to pick out a DVD or went to put back a DVD that we had just watched. But she freaked out because that stray black dog was staring at us <gasps> through the window standing on top of a wood box outside like a box for firewood so it's kind of a big box oh i just staring at them not something normal dogs do from my point of view or hers (laughs) the other dogs seem to stay away from the window too karen opened the door and yelled at it to get off the box (laughs) it ran behind the shed Then we went to Tuba City to get some groceries and came back to the house. The dog was nowhere to be seen. Nothing unusual. Grandma went to visit some people, so it was just Karen and I. A little while later, we heard someone trying to open the door. Both of us looked out since there had been no car heard and no dogs barking. Looking out the living room window to the door, and there was a dog trying to open the door with its paws. (gasps) Two paws wrapped around the brass doorknob, standing on its hind legs. I'm putting silver doorknobs on my house now. Yeah. She says, I thought that was weird, but I wasn't as freaked out as Karen was. She opened the door and chased it off. Her grandma came back later, and Karen told her, and grandma didn't like what she heard. <clears throat> they got ready. We got ready to sleep, and we slept in the spare bedroom since I had two beds. There is one window with curtains opened a little. We turned off the lights, but there was a sound coming from the top of the roof. Pitter, patter, footsteps, scratching sounds, and panting. Then panting that you can hear panting. above you? It then sounded like it jumped off onto the large plastic water barrel they had. At first, we heard what sounded like barking, but as it grew louder, the other dogs seemed to be barking at something also. All of a sudden, something was running around the house and barking, and it was not a dog. The barking sounded human, a deep male voice barking like it knew that we knew it wasn't a dog. Woof, woof, rough, rough, arf, arf, arf. Just exactly like that. Adding the W's, R's, and A's. Then panting by the window. And we started freaking out. Karen decided to open the curtains to look out. 
and there was the stray dog on its hind legs looking into our bedroom. But this time it stunk. And what I thought were two black holes in the neck, I could see another pair of eyes twinkling. (gasps) And the paws were deformed looking human hands with overgrown thick, sharp fingernails. You know what? We can think incest for this. That's true. <laughs> Again, they did like incest, didn't you? Say yeah, they did. Again, both screaming and shutting the curtains closed, Grandma came running through the door and saw it. The first thing she did was grab ashes from the fireplace, load three shells into a shotgun from under the bed, bless herself in Navajo, and she went outside to shoot it. Nice. Yelling in Navajo about how the thing wasn't welcome there and to get the hell out of here for it to go linger somewhere else. Them both being traditional, they called a medicine man the next day to come over and put cedar in. He prayed over everyone with cedar smoke and an eagle feather. He blessed the place and made us eat bitter herbs called eagle's goal. And he gave me an arrowhead. Apparently, I needed to carry one for protection in a little pouch called a corn pollen. It seemed to work pretty well. But remember, medicine men are the ones who can turn into skinwalkers. The medicine man said that the dog was a skinwalker. <clears throat> the body was of a stray dog, which was most likely killed by the skinwalker. The skinwalker wanted to be an illusion so that we wouldn't know it was a real dog. He also said that the skinwalkers tend to harm people by using some sort of human bone straw to spit at someone and get human bones into them. Doctors can't detect it, but the medicine man that day pulled a piece of human skull out of grandma's right shoulder, about two inches long and one centimeter thick. It was real because we watched him pull it out of her. It was intense. I am, I'm not okay. The end. What? So you asked if skinwalkers can be on non-native land. Mm-hmm. First of all, we are all on native <laughs> land. I was going to say that. But there is also, and I have to do like an entire podcast on this. Have you heard of Skinwalker Ranch? Yes, it sounds familiar. Okay, so Skinwalker Ranch, there's so much information about it. I am not going to do an episode about it because not only are there skinwalkers, it's also referred to UFO Alley because it's been having strange occurrences happen since the 1950s. Wow. So with like like stuff that they think might be hauntings, the skinwalkers, UFOs, like... um animals being killed like there's so much that's happened there there's not enough to like there's like there's too much to put yeah. into an episode just about skinwalkers do you do you think there's hot spots in our earth that like certain things are drawn to it like oh, stuff like sure. that absolutely i think that's so well crazy. that's what the danae believe is that like places have right good and evil powers um i don't like that at all you should go to sleep with someone. I'm pretty sure my stepmom's ex-aunt, I know, claimed, she's nuts, but she claimed that 
Um, there was a ton of skinwalkers around her house. Why? So she Why did she du- think that? So she duct taped all her windows. That's not going to keep a skinwalker out. I, I don't know. I don't know why she thought that. They're, oh my gosh, what does Edward say? Impossibly strong. <laughs> Fast. They're like, wow, your, in. your eyes look like animal eyes. And they're like, it's the fluorescence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to look into their eyes. They want you to study their eyes because then they can control you. Are there? And some people also believe that they live in the caves on the national parks. Um, yeah, I believe that. And they eat people, right? Eat yeah. people? Yeah, they have to kill people in order to... To live, right. Yeah, to stay, stay young and healthy. Um, but then whatever they kill, like whatever skin they wear, they mm-hmm. can turn into. So if they killed you, they could wear your skin. My skin suit? Yeah. But okay, so do they get to keep my skin suit, and then if they kill you, do they have your skin suit as well? Maybe that's what the caves are for. Maybe that's just the the closet of skin yeah. suits. Yeah, <laughs> it's the one guy's house from Silence of the Lambs. Are you talking about the nod to Ed Gein? Yeah, exactly. You guys have Ed Gein's caves. Oh, that is. Well, and the th- okay, the thing is, um, native folklore scares me because I feel like they're most connected to the earth, mm-hmm. and they were here long before us. Yeah, and they like just knew their shit. So it's just, mm-hmm. I am very terrified. I'm more terrified of paranormal things too because now I have a son, so I'm afraid of that. And many times when you were talking, I had a chill up my spine. Good. I'm glad. I'm I'm not glad. I'm glad. It's spooky ooky. It's 11 o'clock at night. It's the spooking hour. I didn't know that skinwalkers were people, though. I didn't. Yeah, because so the creepy thing about um, skinwalkers is they're not like monsters and they're not mm-hmm. like they're not like a creature see that's they're what i thought they human, were they're human who decided to be evil and to become yeah. this creature i mean not far off from our track record yeah humans suck they do i don't try to be a negative nelly but we don't have like a happy podcast i know sometimes i I just feel bad that we'd never talk about anything, like, happy. Um, our third episode of the Cleveland Kidnappings was happy. That's It was still, like, fair. 9, 10, and 11 years of, like, horrendous occurrences, but... I was thinking about the, that the other day, because I was listening to a podcast where, oh my goodness, someone was... Mm, it, I was listening to The Deck. Do you ever listen to The Deck? No. Okay, it's one... It's a, a podcast done by Audio Chuck. Mm-hmm. which is crime junkie yeah and all of that so they give out playing cards to people in prison with unsolved cold cases on certain cards so the deck goes through every single card mm-hmm. and the case that pertains to it mm-hmm. and so whatever one it was someone it was a woman who was held captive for a while anyways beyond the point I can't imagine going any length of time, 
not even kidnapped, but anything like that. That like really messes with my mind. Like the the time construct. Like, yes. Like I think about all the times that okay, so my grandpa died in 2013. If I were to bring him back for a day, there is like nothing familiar about our yeah. our world just in mm-hmm. ten years. That creeps me out. Yeah. I know that's why um a lot of people who get released from prison either like commit a crime to go back into prison or they kill themselves because they don't know how to function right. in society anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't. Okay, so I dove into conspiracy theories on TikTok late at night one day. Did you see the conspiracy theory about how people of power live multiple lives? No. Okay, I'll do an episode on Ugh, it. Creepy. I oh, creepy. I believe that. It's that was, so creepy. It's yeah. an Illuminati spinoff. I don't know what... There's a lot of things that, like, I don't know what they are. Like, I can't put into words. I just know it's scary. Yeah. So, like, um, preeclampsia. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is, but I know that it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... <laughs> you go from I'm saying, like, theories to preeclampsia. No, I'm saying, like, that's, like, a legit thing. Yes. But, like, the Illuminati... I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't understand. It's just a group of powerful people who run the world. I mean. Who run the world? Who run the world? Because Beyonce's in it. Yeah, because Beyonce's in it. Yeah. She's saying, who runs the world? I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so This is a weird episode. It's so late. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I was able to get like a full. Okay. So my son slept all through the night last night. Big and then boy. And then I decided to randomly wake up at three in the morning. Because your body's so used to it. Yeah. So then I noticed that his monitor was off. So I was terrified that something was wrong. Nope. Why was it off? I don't know. It just like lost connection. Strange. Stop. At 3 a.m. Oh, I always get the up at witching 3 a.m. Yeah, I know. I know. When I was pregnant, I got up every single night at 3 a.m. There's Not. actually, it's like scientifically proven that you wake up at 3 because your blood sugar just drops. Because everyone eats dinner at about the same time. Oh. So then at the time that your blood sugar will be wearing off and like. That's pretty Your cool. body isn't as, like, because then whatever, I don't know, whatever your body has to use after that to like keep itself alive gives you like a little bit too much energy and you wake up. Did you know? But it's also the witching hour. Did you know that um, we're not supposed to, like, how our lives are structured isn't how it's yeah. supposed to be. So, like, we're supposed to have, like, naps throughout the day. Yes. We're not supposed to have a big chunk of, like, yep. sleeping. So I think about my son and it's like, hmm. Yeah. That'd be so nice. To I know. And I need, when I was on maternity leave and I had to go back to work, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do without my, like, morning, afternoon, evening now like i don't how am i supposed to function for this long it's capitalism it was like that because of the factories mm-hmm. and eight to five gross i want to be a caveman and have naps what do you want to be the fuzzy man the fuzzy man i yeah think i want to be that. the fuzzy man i think about that all the time i was thinking about it at work today i was thinking about it in the lab the other day <laughs> the fuzzy man yeah it's terrifying because when you say it, it sounds so funny, and it sounds like he's fuzzy, but how you describe it, it's just like... He's blurred, like you just can't fully see him. And he doesn't have a mouth? He doesn't have a mouth. He doesn't have a face. That's super what? creepy. 
Well, he doesn't have any. He said the boy said that he didn't like that he didn't have any eyes. So he doesn't have any eyes. And he doesn't have a mouth. So he could just have a nose, technically. But what's worse, having just a blank slate or just a like a big honker right there in the middle? Uh, <laughs> okay, put a pin in that because there's. Was there any circumstances and stories that you found that they weren't a dog? Like that they were a different animal? In a lot of stories, they just don't know like what it is. Like it just oh. like appears to be a dog. Like it appears to be it like has some like sort of animal. Four legs. Yeah. And walking like a toy horse. Yeah, rocking <laughs> like a toy horse. God is a woman. Keep that part in. I didn't even understand you. God is a woman. Oh. No. And she sent us the skinwalkers to eat all of the men. Love it. That should be the intro to our episode. <laughs> that should be the description. <laughs> yes. <laughs> men, they're coming for you. I like that. There's semen in our bones so we can just have our own babies. Yeah. We You're don't doing... need men. Okay. The thing is about, you know how many species there are in this world that's asexual, like like, mm-hmm. that they can, like, procreate with themselves, yeah. too. Like, or whatever. Don't tell me that evolution wouldn't, I don't know, magic. We're going to get rid of men. You know that, right? Eventually. Yeah. In, like, 15 million years. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, legitimately? No. In, like, 15 million years, there'll be no more men left. because So, being a man is a genetic defect because we're all women. No, because. I know, because we all have the X. Yes. Yeah. And then it's a birth defect that they're men. <laughs> it's a birth defect that they're men. They, because of the patriarchy, they choose jobs that are more dangerous. They do not take care of themselves. They, like, don't seek out medical care. And they're, like, they repress all of their fucking emotions. So they're suicidal. So they die earlier. They're, like, a ticking time. Yes. Off. It's literally, and now we don't even need them to procreate. So what do we need them for? We are going to slowly just flush them out. Cody's pretty good for comedic relief. That's true. I'll keep Xander, too. I'll keep, yeah, But, like, you know what? After a while, we don't need them. Like, what do we need men for? I don't know. Men as a, this is the thing. And this is what I explained to my in-laws. I hate men. (laughs) I hate men as concept. I hate men as a group. Yes. I like individual men. But men as a whole are stupid and we don't need them. (laughs) I I hate them. I totally agree. I like August. I like Cody. I like Aaron. I like Logan. (laughs) (laughs) What other men do I need? Who else? Who else? Who else do I need? Xander. And yes, I do like Xander. But I don't need any of those men. No. I like them, but I don't need them. That's... I like it. The end. So men as a men as a whole. I like how you describe that though, because I think like people get really defensive about um, when people say like I hate men. I hate men. Mm -hmm. People like men get so defensive, and it's like, well, it's not about it's it's the it's the concept. Yeah, men. Yeah, and masculinity and the patriarchy. Yeah, hate you as a group. Cody is now using like toxic masculinity when he recognizes it. So he's like, I think that's my toxic masculinity that's coming good. out. I was like, good. Good work. Good. Good work, sir. Um, Should we close this episode? <laughs> there was one other thing that I was going to say. 
Oh, those colors look really pretty. My Bumpa. We can keep Bumpa. He is just the light of my life. Um, so my Bumpa is actually my grandpa, and why I call him my Bumpa is because my neurotic grandma, which I call Nanny, decided that she didn't want normal names as grandparents. She just wanted to make up her own. So I don't even know if Bumpa's a word. Um, but he's my Bumpa, and he's like my person. Uh, so he was really upset when women got mm, Roe v. Wade was, was overturned. overturned. Mm-hmm. Very upset. And so we were talking about it and he was like, you know, I just, I don't understand how people can't see that women are the superior sex. And I was like, finger snaps. Hell yeah, Bumpa. Um, he like his outlook on everything. Like he was the first person I had a gay cousin or he had a gay cousin, whatever, um, and the whole family wouldn't talk to him about it. And mm-hmm. he felt like very uncomfortable. And so my bumpa just walked up to him and was like, hey, how's your how's your boyfriend? Mm-hmm. And just like acted like it was totally normal. And um, to this day, the guy's like, I just I really appreciate him. because He's the only one who like I felt comfortable talking yeah. to. So, yeah. Bumpa, bumpa for the win. Bumpa yeah. for 2024. Heck yeah. <laughs> he uh, yeah, he's just. It's like every women can do everything that men can do better and more in organized <laughs> in heels and bleeding. Yes. Mm-hmm. They go through childbirth, which and like everything that we do. And mm-hmm. we just do it like I know. Intuitionally. I know. Intuitively. 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 When you said that, I thought that sounded right. <laughs> now eleven thirty at night. Okay. It's like three hours past our bedtime. We don't know what's going on anymore. When I went to Western, my first semester, I had to take biology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second semester, I had to take, like, a general education, whatever it's called. What's it called? Like, those classes you have to take when you first get to pre- pre-rec? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take, like, another round. Wow, we've been out of college I know, we've been out of college for too long. Well, because this class that I had to take was eight years ago. So, I had to take another prereq science class. So, mm-hmm. I chose astrology because I was like, oh my God, that'll be so easy and like it'll be really interesting. Go into class, 18 years old, and I find out that astrology and astronomy are not the same thing. <laughs> I thought I was taking an astronomy class. I thought I was taking an astrology class and I was taking astronomy. And it turned out to be one of the hardest classes I've ever had to take because I learned like all about the different types of stars and life cycles of stars and memorize all the planets and all their moons and like their makeups and like the percentages of like gases and stuff. It was so much memorization. It was so hard. <laughs> I hated my life every day. Uh. All right, guys. Um, rate us and review us anywhere that you get your podcasts and you can follow us or message us. Um, on Facebook at Aesthetically Displeasing. Follow us or message us on Instagram at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod. And send us an email for your comments or suggestions at Aesthetically Displeasing Pod at gmail.com. Um, also, I've had many people asking if we take requests. Um, and I would like to explicitly point out, yes, we would love to take requests. Please email us. Um, or message us anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would love to do cases. It's not, you know, intruding or demanding at all. So that's all I have to say. All right. Talk to you next time. All right. Bye, guys.